serve God when things are going good with us, when we're happy, when we're excited. That is when, when our prayers are answered, that is when we start serving God. I mean, I have been there. When God blessed me with a good job when I was going to this church, and when God healed me of asthma in that small church, I was doing a lot of things for the church. I used to clean the church. I used to buy things for the church. My brother agrees with that, I'm sure. He knows all that. I used to do a lot for the church because I experienced a healing in that church and experienced a blessing of a job. I was jobless for almost a year. I didn't have a job and my car payment was due and I didn't have any money and I was crying to Lord, Lord, help me, help me, help me. But after going to the church, God blessed me with so many things. That is what I was so grateful to God and I started blessing the church with finances, with my tithes, my offerings, with my time, uh, helping the pastor, cleaning the church and a lot of things I was doing and God was blessing me more, more and more in my job. Amen. But what happened eventually down the line, the love grew cold. The love grew cold and the things of the world started creeping in. I was giving more importance to my work and the worldly friends. And that is when I started back, back, you know, moving away from God. And that is what many Christians do. When we are happy, we serve God. But when things go bad or when we are going through some suffering or, you know, some trials and problems, when they creep in in our life, what we do is we stop serving God. And that is the problem, you know, that is where God is testing us. We have to be very careful, especially when we are going through suffering. God is testing us whether my daughter, my son will still serve me or will he give up on me. Amen. When Jesus questioned his disciples, everybody have left me. Are you also going to leave me? Is what Jesus questioned his 12 disciples because when he started preaching the truth, the entire crowd that was coming towards Jesus to listen to his message. But as soon as Jesus started telling them to be reborn, to eat his flesh, to drink his blood, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, they couldn't take it. It was too heavy for them. And that is when they just left Jesus all by himself. And the only people that were with Jesus were the 12 disciples. And Jesus questioned them, everybody have left me. Are all of you also going to leave me? And Peter said, well, Lord, you have the words of life. How can we leave you? Amen. And that is what God is questioning us. Are you also going to leave me? Everybody have left me. They have experienced miracles. They have experienced deliverance. They have experienced answers to their prayers. Great things have happened in the house of God. And people have just left God. They have turned their backs on God. And God is calling us. Are we also going to leave him? Amen. We have to be careful when God blesses us. We have to give, be thankful to God. Because God expects that we go and tell him thank you. You know, God healed the 10 lepers and only one person came back to say, Jesus, thank you. And Jesus asked that man, where are the where, where is the rest of them? And you'll be surprised the guy who returned back was not a Jew. He was a, he was a Gentile. And he came back and said, Jesus, thank you. You know, so God observes and looks at all those things and God is calling us to serve him, even in the times of suffering. Amen. And if you're not experiencing, if you're not uh, serving God, when you're suffering, when you're being persecuted, we'll never experience a greater blessing in our life. We will our life will never be fruitful. Amen. And many Christians, they do that. When problems come in, 
when sufferings come in they just want to give up on god okay god is not answering my prayer i have been so faithful to god he's not answering my prayer he, it looks like he doesn't care and we just give up on god and that is when we don't produce any fruit in our life and that is what jesus was sharing with his disciples if you remember the parable of the seed when the seed is sown on the ground and it doesn't produce fruit why it doesn't produce fruit fruit if you go to matthew chapter 13 verses from 20 to 21 it says the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy but since they don't have deep roots they don't last long they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing god's word amen so saying the seed that is fallen they will receive it with joy we get excited but verse 21 but since they don't have deep roots they don't last long as soon as they for face persecutions problems they give up on god so the seed never produced fruit because the roots were not strong amen and because the roots were not strong they couldn't face the trials of this life that is the reason it's so important that we have to allow our roots to go deep down in god amen that's the reason it's so important to read the bible to pray every day to read the bible every day because you are allowing your roots to grow deep down Amen there's so much of joy in reading the bible sometimes i go through depression i mean as sister marie says i go through loneliness but when i open my bible and read the word i feel so full of joy because the word says jesus said my words are full of flesh uh, full of spirit they give life and we are spirit beings first and then we are flesh we were created in god's image but for god put his spirit in our body and that is when we became alive when adam was created he was created with the mud but then god breathed into the nostril of adam and that is when he came alive amen in the same way we are alive through the holy spirit amen if you are not feeding your holy spirit eventually down the line we will it will cripple our faith and it will cripple our walk with god and eventually we cannot face the the onslaught of the enemy Amen that is the reason God is calling us to serve him during the times of suffering and persecution and don't give up on God when problems and trials come why because those problems and trials are coming to strengthen our faith and secondly God is testing us we have to pass the test amen when we pass the test God is confident that my son my child is ready for the next test and for the is ready for the next blessing and is ready for the next assignment i have for him or her amen so that is when god is testing us in our suffering so we have to hold on to god if you remember the example of paul and silas paul and silas were great anointed of god they did great miracles raised the dead healed the sick did amazing wonders and if you see their life it was full of suffering all the apostles they went through so much of suffering I'm sure nobody has gone through so much of suffering. What were they doing? They were serving God even in the times of suffering. Paul and Silas were thrown in the prison and still in the prison they were serving God by worshiping God. And you know what happened? Because they were worshiping God instead of grumbling and crying and giving up on God, because they were singing, 
God sent an earthquake. There was a big earthquake that took place and the doors of the prison were opened and not only the chains of Paul and Peter were broken, but also all the prisoners' chains were broken. Amen. Why did the prisoners' chain also break along with Paul and Silas? Was because of the suffering of Paul and Silas and because of their willingness to serve God even in the prison. Something happens, church. When we are serving God even in times of suffering, something supernatural happens where God not only breaks our chains, but God also breaks the chains of our family. Amen. He will break the chains of the addictions in our children's life, in our grandchildren's life, in our spouse's life. Amen. He will break every chain that is keeping us bound in, in, in addictions, in, in, in sin. Why did this happen? It's because Paul and Silas were willing to serve God even in their suffering. Amen. There's a blessing. There's a supernatural blessing. That is what God was showing me. It was not only Paul and Silas whose chains were broken, but every prisoner along with Paul and Silas, all of them were set free. All of their chains were broken. That's how good God is. He's not only going to bless us, but he's going to bless everyone around us. Amen. And look at what happened in the next verse, in Acts chapter 16, verse 25. Next verse, it says that the, the prison, the prison officer, when he saw all this, he asked Paul and Silas, what should I do to receive salvation? And Paul said, receive Jesus and you will be saved and your whole family will be saved. And what happened? The officer received Jesus immediately and he, he was baptized. Not only him, his whole family received Jesus. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing, church. Because Paul and Silas were willing to suffer in the prison, in serving God. Not only Paul and Silas were blessed, the whole prisoners were released. The whole prisoners accepted Christ. Not only them, even the officer was, you know, blessed. He received salvation. He was baptized the same night, it says. And the whole family received Christ. What a blessing. Why did this supernatural miracle take place? was because Paul and Silas were serving God even in their suffering. And many Christians, when we go through situations like that, we say, man, I cannot take this anymore. It's better I just give up on God. I just give up reading the Bible. I'll just give up, you know, worshipping the Lord. I just give up fellowshipping with my brothers and sisters. I'll just, you know, give up going to church. Uh, you know, I'll just give up living a holy life. You know, there's no point because it's too much of suffering. I, I don't want to go through this, man. I want to have an easy life. You know, the thing that coming to God and, you know, walking with God, they want to have an easy life. It's not an easy life. A Christian life is a life of suffering because Jesus very clearly said, carry my cross. If you want to be my disciple, you want to be my true follower, then carry my cross. Carry your cross every day. And follow me and many Christians they don't want to carry the cross because the cross is a symbol of suffering cross is a symbol of crucifying your flesh I mean Jesus was not willing to go on the cross he said Lord I don't want to go on the cross it was it says that he was crying drops of blood but eventually he said Lord let not my will let your will be done and what happened 
he carried his cross and because of that salvation came to the whole world amen because jesus was willing to carry and serve god even in time of suffering supernatural miracle took place salvation came to the whole humanity and we stand right before god because of the sacrifice of his son jesus christ amen so there's a supernatural blessing that is released in our life when we continue serving god even in the times of suffering don't give up on god when the suffering gets hard because god is testing our faith god is building our faith amen and when you come out you're going to be so victorious you're going to be so happy and god is going to honor us for our faith in him even in times of suffering amen we have to serve god in times of suffering by serving him and also we have to serve god you know we have to serve god with our body we have to be very careful how we keep our body if you go to romans chapter 12 and verse um 12 verse 1 it says and so dear brothers and sisters i plead with you to give your bodies to god because of all he has done for you let them be a living and holy sacrifice the kind he will find acceptable this is truly the way to worship him if you really want to worship god worship him with your body because that's the true way of worshiping god because your body is the temple of the holy spirit i mean i remember i received a text from this brother um on facebook and he was you know he, he was saying hallelujah and everything else but after that after a couple of days he was posting pictures of him having beer drinking alcohol so i was wondering how can a person say hallelujah at the other day he's drinking and abusing his body amen because we have to remember that god lives god is calling our body as the temple of the holy spirit he dwells in us church you know it says in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 it says don't you realize that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you do you do not belong to yourself for god brought you with a high price so you must honor god with your body amen so paul is telling the corinthian church to honor god with your body that's the true way to worship god keep your body clean keep your whole, because god dwells in us because eventually it will affect our body if you are abusing your body it might not show it now but down the line it will start affecting your body so we have to take care of our food what kind of food we eat we have to maintain our diet amen we have to be careful and we have to fill our body and our spirit and soul especially with the word of god every day just like we eat food to get strength we have to eat the word of god every day for our spiritual body as well amen so we have to be careful we have to honor god and serve him with our body even in times of suffering like paul and silas and god is going to bless our lives god is going to do supernatural things in our lives not only is going to bless us but through us the shackles of satan in our marriage the shackles of satan in our family the shackles of satan in our finances every shackle will be broken when we continue to serve god faithfully even in times of suffering amen so that's the message that i wanted to share with you that is what the lord had laid in my hand heart so i hope it blesses everyone who's listening on the conference
and also all those on the podcast as well.